to the Reinfit Your World broadcast. My name is Donna Woolham and I'm your host. My goal is for every woman to know that God loves you and He's for you. And no matter where you are today, you can start right now and create an incredible new life. Let's get started into the show, okay? It is an incredible honor to be with you today and to bring to you an woman, Barb Hollis, and Barb is going to be sharing some things with us today that are going to blow your mind. I can promise you that. They're going to make you wonder how she could have endured all of this, and then she's going to tell you exactly how that happened. Now, Barb is an author and an editor and a speaker, and she proclaims her story any place that that will open up its doors because she delights to tell the story of how God has moved in her life and as we're going to hear in the life of her dear husband. She is a pandemic-era widow, and for like many of you, you have faced some sort of loss that has changed life completely, and Barb is one of those people, and she's going to tell you how that has changed for the better and how she still manages to face the emotions and the missing of the dear husband that she loves. And she calls herself a prayer ninja, a relentless prayer warrior. So as you get to know her, you'll understand why that is. And so, Barb, we thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Donna. It's a joy to be with you today. I love to ask people, first off, before we really get into the heart of your story, because that's that's going to be something that um, really is going to maybe make people think that, oh, well, she's not like me. I mean, that's an incredible introduction that I've just given. And so people think, well, Barb's not like me. I could never have that kind of faith or she went through some things and I don't understand that. So I want to know what a normal everyday kind of day is for you, Barb. I bet you're not just living on a mountain somewhere. Uh, oh, not even. So please tell us about your life. Okay. Well, first of all, my husband always used to say, like, normal is highly overrated, <laughs> and we were never normal. So praise the Lord for that, because you know what? He made us each unique, yeah. and so we don't have to be normal. And so for those of you who think you have to conform to the pattern of normality, I give you freedom to walk away from that today. All right. Uh, so I live in the um, eastern part of Washington State. I have, uh, I live in an apartment building, 12 acres we have here. There's 206 apartments. There's like 500 people that live here. So we're kind of our own little community. And um, so my day actually starts about 4 a.m. Well, actually normally before that now, um, because I joined with a prayer group that meets in Washington, D.C. Actually, we're around the world. But my time with the Lord has been my anchor, not only through this season of our life, but I would say kind of forever. And um, that is where I find my strength. So then the rest of the day, it's like Holy Spirit led. And I'm like, yeah, I might have an idea where I'm going, but, you know, that's usually not where I end up. And as an editor and an author, myself, I have the joy of, you know, that creative spirit, but you know, there's also life stuff you have to take care of. So, so trust me, I am more like you than you realize. And, um, I'm just me, you know, I'm just a a regular human being. I bleed as you bleed, you know, I cry as you cry. And, um, yeah, I'm not the superhuman saint, um, on the mountaintop. So we'll just banish that image right now. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
Thank you. Thank you. I love that, that you live in that community of people within a larger community. And I think that uh, that's one of the things that we can learn about life is that the community around us is is as important as all the stuff that's going on in the world. And we can uh, pull ourselves more closely, maybe to those who are around us. But, you know, uh, Barb, the, the heart of this broadcast is to help women maybe maybe wondering what it is to be a Christian or maybe Christian women Mm -hmm. who've gone through something that has transformed their life. And that could be, it could be the death of someone very close to them. It could be financial situations. It could be divorce. Mm -hmm. It could be a relationship that blew up and now life is different. So you have a story and we alluded to that in the beginning, but I would love for you just to, out of your own heart and in your own words, just tell us your story about something and the situation that changed your life forever and brought you to the place where you are today. Okay. So there's the long version, but we're going to give you the short one because, you know, this isn't like a decade long <laughs> podcast. So, um, so 2020 for many of us was a defining year in our life with the pandemic coming. But there are some of us that walked through kind of another layer uh, in that year. So for me, what that looked like was in February of 2020, my mom passed away. And at the same time that happened, my husband was actually in the hospital recovering from an aortic valve replacement surgery. And so we were not even able to go to my mom's funeral and because they're like 400 miles away. And besides that, those still in the hospital recovering. So that was kind of a, an interesting moment because, you know, like, Lord, what's that about? And uh, but the, the joy part of that is that we actually were able to have a video um, conference. You know, thank you to I think we were on Facebook Messenger that night. But that kind of technology that as a family, we were able to spend time together. And then like an hour after the phone call, my mom passed away. Wow. So God's grace. Right. Even in that moment. And then two months later, my husband died unexpectedly. He was getting better actually after having survived many things, um, uh, an over two year journey of God's miraculous healings time and time and time again, where God would say like, Nope, Bill, not your time yet. So let me show the people what I can do in you and through you and through Bart. And then, uh, so that was in April. And then two months later, I was actually diagnosed with breast cancer. So, um, you know, that's, that's quite a six month, you know, some people would say, Hey, three strikes and you're out. And instead God said three strikes and you're up the bat because you're going to see what I'm going to do. And so uh, it was, I, I mean, I will tell you like the super saints, you know, not uh, the Lord actually gave me permission. The, the morning that Bill died, he said, you need to like grieve. You need to show your emotions. You need to cry. You need to let it out. You need to let people see what it looks like. Yeah. So you've walked through this journey. I have done the miraculous in you. You have your faith has grown. Um, you have a new intimacy with you. I showed Bill dreams and visions like he had never seen before. And yet at the same time, you are a human being. And so now what people are going to see is see how you're going to walk through this grief with me. And they're going to show, I'm going to show them how my glory can be seen in the darkest hours of your life. And so that is what he has done for me. And as we record this now, we are um, 401 days since um, God took Bill to heaven. So, and it has been an incredible journey. Let me tell you, um, 
Gulliver's Travels, you know, has nothing <laughs> like compared to what God has done in my life during this time. So I am so grateful, um, so grateful for what God has done and for his faithfulness. Oh, thank you for that picture. Uh, that The picture that just popped into my head when you said Gulliver's Travels was whenever he's that first shot where he's laying on the beach and all the little cutes <laughs> have tied him down, but he just stands yes. up. And so I love Amen. that because I feel like that even prophetically that that is exactly what happened to you. All of these things Amen. were mm-hmm. tying you down and you could have looked at that in the natural and said, I can't, I just can't. Yeah. And the strength and the power of God then came and gave you the strength there. I just uh, thank you for that. And one of the things that I, I love to find out about people is because we think we know ourselves. We think, oh, I know exactly how I am. And I know when my Richard was really ill and then I would I would handle everything. But whenever I would get home to a safe place, I wasn't necessarily the nicest person around. And I hated that about myself. And I would have to just re- marshal all of my strength to to behave myself again and and to get in peace you know sometimes when we get into our safe place the real us comes out so and you know God's helped me through that. So I'll just say that I try to be a nicer person now when I'm under stress. But what would you say, Barb, is like the biggest surprise, you know, through all of this, through Bill's initial illness, your mom's death, your uh, Bill's passing, all of that. What was the biggest surprise, the thing that you learned about yourself that you were like, wow, I had no idea that that was in me? Good or bad, either one, whatever you saw. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, actually, as I was reflecting uh, about that, was I think I realized that God had actually been preparing me for this place for many, many years. And so as I stepped into it, in fact, I remember the very first morning when uh, Bill woke up about four o'clock in the morning on January the 10th, 2018, and he was struggling to breathe. I mean, like gasping for breath. And I knew that it was like we had to get him to the hospital like right away. And I said, I need to call 911. He said, no, it can wait. I said, no, it can't. I'm calling right now. (laughs) And so as I am making calling out to 911, I'm calling out to God at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I laid my hands on him and I said, Lord, fill him with the breath of life and save his life. And so from that two prong attack, like right away Mm -hmm. was God saying, like, I am here. I am going to be your strength. And then, you know, heading to the hospital and not really knowing and then finding out that he had pneumonia, his heart's an AFib. That night he has a heart attack. Three days later comes down with influenza A and the next morning has a brain bleed. That was in the first five days of our journey. Any one of those things could have taken a normal person out, but you know, hallelujah again, we were not normal. And so God was like, no, let me show you what I'm going to do. But you know, that turned into a five and a half month journey, five hospitals, two states. And so it was only the beginning. And then the other thing I was like, okay, Lord, so, you know, I'm pretty active on social media. And I thought, okay, but the thing is like Facebook, you know, you posted it's there forever. And I was like, Lord, you know, what do I do? Because I knew I had prayer support out there and I needed more people to pray. And so the Lord said to me, um, I want to do a work there. And so he opened the door 
And so from that day forward till today, I write a devotional. Um, he gives me a word in the morning. He said, I'm going to feed you and then you need to feed others. Mm. So that's been our pattern for like, what, um, three years now. Wow. But the thing that I, yeah, that I realized was, and trust me, there are places of weakness. Like one thing I found out early, like within the first couple of days was, well, after both brain bleed actually, was that driving, not a good plan. Um, because trying to stay focused, you know, when your husband is between life and death and then driving together like yeah we say don't drink and drive well don't be crazy in your life and drive either because that is dangerous to yourself and others right. so I knew at that point I needed to reach out for help and so again God was like all right so you can't do this but let me show you how you can and then somebody stepped up and helped me through that wow. so it was a powerful time and then I looked back even as we reflected through those days and I was like yeah so all those years like we mentioned in a low-income apartment building and we were it and we had crisis situations we had an emergency preparedness plan and God was like yeah so like I'm doing that for you right now too and you know and the Bible and me you know like God like is saying like I am your emergency plan uh, but also like you have walked through places with people in emergencies you had to be calm and cool you had to make decisions quickly and you're going to be able to do that again and then my law school training because I'm a law school graduate and that you know um, being able to digest things quickly and be like, all right, so, you know, I still hear in my head the IRAC method, issue, reasoning, analysis, conclusion, <laughs> and, you know, and you default to that. And um, so, but what a blessing really to say that. And I think for each of you on the call, it's like God has prepared you for that place you're at yes. right now. And even um, when you think you're not prepared, God's like, oh no, I have, I mean, you're a gold mine, right? And so you have treasures in you that you don't even know, but I know they're there. So refining fire, here we come because you know what? I need your gift right now. Mm, that's beautiful. That's powerful. It makes me think about, I'm sure you look back on your life, Barb, and all of those situations and you see the things that you've done and you're just like, how could I even do that? Who who was who was that woman? How could I have managed that? And that the thought of having to do any of those right now would be a challenge for you. But you knew in that you knew in that moment that the strength was there. And we don't need that strength right now. And that's something that the Holy Spirit just keeps telling me is you don't you don't need strength for what you're not going through. So quit trying to hoard up the strength for future. Know that it will be there when it's time. And it sounds like that that story is exactly what happened for you. The people that you needed, the provision that you needed, the wisdom that you needed was mm -hmm. there in the moment. And so how yeah. did you, you said that you um, cried out to the Lord and you asked for help. You didn't just say, God, send me help. And then just like, wait for your hands up. Somebody's come up and, and volunteer to do something for you. But you actually reached out for help. So how, mm -hmm. how did you begin to find the balance in your life in a world that was like, a storm tossed sea and there was no balance. How did you create, how did you find balance then? So I think I spoke of it earlier about that right off the bat, as soon as I wake up in the morning, that the first place I run mm -hmm. is to my quiet time with the Lord and in the Word of God. And so in those quiet moments, the first thing in the morning, and I still practice that today, is that God's Word and then that still small voice, the Holy Spirit within us, yeah. will direct our path. And so first of all, like He calms us down because He speaks to us when He knows that we are a little frazzled. Um, and then he realizes, I believe, that that he is our strength. Yeah. So like in Joshua 1, 9, you know, be strong. Have I not commanded you? And I always read that part and think like, <laughs> like I've told you a million times, but you know what? It, I'm going to tell you again. 
uh, because it's the truth. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, for I, the Lord your God, am with you wherever you go. And so I think oftentimes when we're going through those difficult places, we think that we're all alone because that's what the world's Mm -hmm. trying to tell us. And the other point, too, is like, and this isn't a condemnation for anybody, but the truth is like we all have our own lives, Mm -hmm. right? And so when we're going through crisis, often even some of the people that are close to us are going through their own stuff. And so there's going to be times, to be honest with you, it is God and God alone that you have. And that's it, baby. You know, Uh, oftentimes Bill and I described it and Bill was actually the one that came up with this. He said, uh, it's God's math. One plus one equals three. He said, it's you and me and God. And that's it. (laughs) And, you know, many, many days as we were in ICU um, together and it, you know, oftentimes Bill was sedated on a, you know, um, intubated. The world didn't see much hope. God showed me life. But at the same time, it was just the three of us, you know, and the nurses that would come in and out, the doctors that looked discouraged. And I'd be like, no, I see hope. Let me show you. Let me tell you what I see, what God's showing me. And just to be the light, you know, that was there. So, um, yeah. So I think that's, that's what I would tell you is that that is where I found the most of my strength. And then God brought amazing people around us, church family, you know, uh, blood family. Uh, but also, like I said, as I reached out to the internet, I mean, we had thousands of people around the world and they would tell people and a friend of mine said, yeah, like I, somebody would ask about me. And then, the, then she'd say like, let me tell you about Bill and Barb Hollis. And just let me tell you what they're going through in their life and how God has shown up in a mighty way. Yeah. So we won't know. I mean, Bill already does cause he's already in heaven watching the movie reels, but, um, thankfully I don't have to be there for a long time yet. But when I get there, I know that that God is going to say, yeah, look what, look what happened right. because of your obedience. You planted the seed of faith and then you let me be seen in your life. You let my glory be released in you. And, um, so it's a powerful thing. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's some incredible nuggets there. And I know we could just talk forever. I just know. Yes, we could. <laughs> but there is someone listening to this and she's going through something similar. Uh, she's maybe lost someone, has a health diagnosis. It's pretty scary. So what would you tell her if you were sitting down with her right now and just speak from your heart? What what do you have to say to that woman? First of all, I would say to her that God is with her and that he will never leave her or forsake her. Because I think that in those moments, you know, sometimes you think that, and the enemy, of course, comes just plowing in. And, you know, he's speaking all the lies in our ears. So first of all, it's like we have to silence him and say, like, you know what? (laughs) The whole la, 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 right? I don't hear you. Uh, Yes, cover your ears. Uh, But the truth is this, is um, something that I found the morning that Bill died, actually, um, which was three hours from from home to hospital to heaven. It was less than three hours that that happened in those those final moments, which I couldn't even really comprehend what was happening, except that I knew that God was there and he continued to walk me through that part. But um, our pastor came in after Bill had died and the first words he said to me were, God must really trust you. Mm. And I thought, wow, like, first of all, I'm not even sure what that means. And the second honest reaction was like, I'm not sure that I really, 
that's a high level of trust. And that's what trust means. I'm not sure about that. But on the other hand, I mean, I was so grateful because it really touched me. And then my friend, um, Andrea, that was there with me, both of us were really touched by that. I was like, what does that mean, Lord? And so what I would say to you who are going through that time is that what this really means is that God really does trust you. And so often we say that we trust in God, but when we're going through those difficult situations, sometimes there really is a trust issue. And we're thinking like, well, Lord, so like, if you really love me, would you do this to me? And God's response to you is, I trust you enough to walk through this situation with me Mm. because I see the more in you. I see something that can only come out of you as you go through that fire. But on the other hand, I shine the brightest when you are walking through your darkest places. And so really, isn't that as Christians, isn't that what we live for is that his glory would be seen in us. And so sometimes it's that that light and dark where that contrast is the most revealed. And so even though it may be the most difficult times in our lives, on some hand is the most glorious time. I mean, I think about those last two years of Bill's life. And we laughed harder. We we appreciated each other more. We loved each other more deeply. We loved the Lord more deeply. We probably got more revelation in those last two years than we had in the, you know, 24 years we've been together before that. So hallelujah, you know, for those moments. And so, but I also understand that there are times when the grief is so deep, the hurt is so much, and the tears don't stop flowing, but yet know that God's arms are wrapped around you, and he will carry you when you can't walk on your own. Mm-hmm. He promised us that. And um, like it says in Isaiah 43, 1 and 2, right? Um, I have called you by name and you belong to me. You are mine. So when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fires, the flames will not set you ablaze. So what that says is we're going to go through it, right? Not that we're going to avoid it. We will go through it, but God is with us. So Mm. that is my encouragement to that woman today. And you may be that woman um, or that man. Um, So he will never leave you or forsake you. Never. So powerful. So powerful. I love the imagery. I love that God speaks to us. The Lord speaks to us in ways we can understand. And then he encourages us to uh, stretch our thoughts when he says things that we're like, hmm, what does that mean, Lord? So I would love to know. I mean, it's obvious that you had a very strong faith going into this. Uh, You had a discipline of prayer and Bible reading. You had all of those things in place. But what did you have you learned about the Lord that you didn't know before and that you think maybe you would not have known except in this valley? I would say that the depth of God's faithfulness has been multiplied Mm -hmm. in my life, my understanding of that. But I would also say that I've gotten greater revelation, um, especially through His Word. Like, as I have read through the Bible, even these last years, it's like there are things that are highlighted. I'm thinking, like, I have read through the Bible, like, many, many (laughs) times in many years. But I'm like, I didn't see that. And I think because... Uh, like you said, because of where we've walked through, that we have new revelation of not only who God is, but who we are Mm -hmm. and what our need is and how it resounds in our soul. And of course, like I told you, since the Lord kind of commissioned me Mm -hmm. uh, to be a scribe for the Lord, as I call it, as an author anyway, you know, that is my greatest joy is for the Holy Spirit to come and say, like, this is what we're going to tell. This is the story we're going to tell. But daily, when I get up, the first thing I do is I start reading the scripture. I'm like, okay, 
Lord, so what am I going to share today? Because I know that it's not just for me, Mm. but it's for that woman um, that that we are, um, you know, speaking about today. The person that's listening to this uh, years from now, those are not even born yet that will need to know what it looks like to walk through. So we also have um, a duty, I would say, uh, a responsibility that as we go through these trials that we can steward that and that we're called to be a steward of that. And so legacy is a huge thing that's been impressed upon me during these last couple of years is that I, uh, and Bill and I often talked about this, in fact, going around the world, which is really kind of crazy because like Bill was really a homebody, but he was like, yeah, he said like, do you think they can, they can uh, track my pacemaker in Africa? And I was like, wow, for Bill to think about going to Africa was kind of big, you know? And I'm like, I don't know, but I think we'll find out. So God really like breaks down the walls, I think, of our limitations Mm -hmm. as we walk through those places. And so hallelujah for that. Uh, So I look forward to, I mean, Bill is not here visibly with me, but yes, his spirit is here with us today. Mm -hmm. And so what God had shown us that we were going to do as go to the world and tell um, Bill's story, our story for God's glory, I get to do that today. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. So is there anything that you're thinking, hmm, I meant to say X, Y, Z. Is there anything like that that you haven't shared yet Mm. that you wish that you would, that you would like? That I had. Well, you know, like I said, uh, I'll have to come back to talk about the other pieces. But uh, one thing I have learned that in my weakness, God is my strength. And uh, one other great kind of weapon, you know, the... In the armor of God, we have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So I found that going through those deepest places, that speaking the word of God out loud, especially, you know, great tactic to to silence the enemy because he hates to stand. He can't and stand in the truth of God. But that is where we are greatly encouraged as well. And so that was that is something I spoke over Bill, whether he was, you know, conscious or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would speak over him. I would pray over him and then singing praises. So I think that that kind of attack uh, against the enemy in those places that you're walking through. So to be able to praise the Lord, even in the midst of the darkness, one of the things, and I couldn't even tell you when that, that happened, but as I would lay down in bed at night, I'd get to bed or get Bill put to bed. And then about an hour later, I'd come to bed. And at some point, uh, the Holy Spirit just impressed upon me to sing that song about, I sing praises to your name, O Lord, sing praises to your name. And every night as I went to sleep, I went to sleep with God's praises on my lips, no matter what the day had been, whether we, whether I was going to sleep in the hospital with Bill in ICU, right. it was like uh, out of the depths of my spirit, I could praise the Lord because I knew that we were exactly where that he wanted us to be and that we were safe in the hollow of his hands. Mm. So that is my um, gift to you today is to present you with those weapons of war Mm. and say that God is faithful and that as we sing praises to his name, as he hears our prayers and petitions, and that as we stand on his word and his promises, that that is where the power comes and that's where the peace comes and that's where the presence of the Lord abides. And then we stand, right? We stand and we declare his glory and his glory is seen in us. Even in this part of my journey, um, you know, through the, what, almost a year now with the cancer journey, as people have said to me, like, you look 20 years younger. I'm like, how does that work? You know, I'm just saying, it's like you've 
been through two deaths and a, you know, cancer diagnosis, and you look 20 years younger. I'm thinking, Lord, you're doing something amazing here. I don't understand it, but you know what? It's okay. Just let your glory be released in me. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I love that. I love that. That what uh, has been meant to make us tired and weary and worn makes us stronger okay. and more powerful and more radiant. I love that. Amen. Well, Barb, I know that there are going to be people who want to reach out to you, and of course, in all of the notes about uh, from this show, then all of those links will be there and people will be able to reach you. But just for the person who doesn't want to wait to do that, what is the quickest way to reach you and to hear more about your story? Probably the best place to go would be my website, and that's barbarahollis.com, and that's H-O-L-L-A-C-E. Mm-hmm. On that page, you'll see many things about what I do, but if you go to the, the books tab, that actually tells shows you some of the books that I've written during this journey. Mm-hmm. God, I mean, I'm an author, right? I've written for years, but God has had me on this like super fast track of like, all right, so we're going to tell Bill's story. We're going to tell about the Miracle Man trilogy, is what, <laughs> what he said, so uh, those daily devotionals two two books of those have been released already i've written um two more books and the third one of those will come out uh probably on his birthday here in a couple months but uh you know four books in 14 months i mean like that is insane i'm thinking only god right because as an author yourself you understand that and and the lord was like okay so like even before i was diagnosed with cancer in that month um the lord was like okay he'd wake me up in the middle of the night and be like all right we want to talk about those books i'm like we do and uh, and he said, I said, well, what about sleep? And he said, it's all right. You can, you can get a nap later. I'm like, okay. So I thought, is this going to be my life now? Like, we're just going to wake up in the middle of the night and have a talk with the Lord? I mean, hallelujah for that. Yeah. But anyway, so yes. So you can reach out to me through the website. There's uh, my contact information there, email. Uh, of course, I love to pray with you. And on Facebook, you can find me at Barb Paulus as well. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I, Thank you. I know that as you've been listening, you've been struck by Barb's great passion for the Lord and for his power. Thank you so much for joining us today. And Barb, I really hope so that something that you heard helped you to be encouraged you. and inspired. And in fact, if it has, would you do me a favor? Would you please just share this with a friend of yours and join me over on social media on Facebook? and Instagram. Well, you know, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. But be sure and go to the website DonnaWollum.com and grab the free resources that we have for you. Thanks again and have a wonderful living at my best day.